0: Welcome to Israel Mosaic, Land People's Story. I'm your host, Kor Terod, and I'm coming to you from the Lower Galilee, where my wife and I live. Thank you for joining me. On today's podcast, I'll be talking about the wave of terror attacks in Israel this week. This has been a difficult week for Israel. As many of you have heard, there were two consecutive terrorist attacks this past week. In Hadera and Beersheva, as mentioned in the last podcast, on Tuesday evening, March 29th, another five people were killed in the central Israeli city of Beni Barak by a Palestinian terrorist. One of the victims, a 32-year-old police officer named Amir Kuri, was an Arab Israeli from the northern town of Nof HaGalil. Corey served on the B'nai Barak Police Station's Motorcyclist Responders Team. He was part of a team of two motorcycle officers who caught up with the gunman, ending the deadly shooting spree. Corey was hit in the exchange of gunfire and later died after being rushed to the Bellison Medical Center. According to Ynet News, Corey's father, Jarris, himself a veteran of the police force, sent his son a text message as soon as he heard the initial reports of shooting in Bnei Barak. He wrote, and I quote, What is happening in Bnei Barak? Let me know that everything is okay with you. After two hours without a response from his son, the father wrote again, Amir, say something. Khoury leaves behind his parents and two sisters. His funeral is set to take place on Thursday in Nofagalil. Another victim, Yaakov Shalom, 36 years of age, was the son of a rabbi who was a prominent leader of the Yemenite community in B'nai Barak. He is survived by his wife and four children. A third victim, Avishai Yehezkel, 29, left his home with his two-year-old son in stroller to try to put him to sleep when he was caught in the midst of the attack. He called his brother to warn him not to leave the house while he himself died shielding his 2-year-old son with his body he leaves behind his wife who was 8 months pregnant and his son according to the times of israel an eyewitness told of the moment he came face to face with the terrorist he said and i quote i heard the booms and people said there was shooting but i said it must be firecrackers i went downstairs and exited the building and the terrorist was in front of me, with his weapon aimed at me. He was aiming the weapon and wanted to shoot me, but it jammed. I have no explanation other than a miracle from heaven kept me alive. The third deadly terror attack in a week, which has taken 11 victims' lives, heightened concerns about an escalating wave of violence ahead of the Muslim holy month of Ramadan. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett called the attacks, quote-unquote, a new wave of terrorism. The nation of Israel has not seen such a rise in violence since the second intifada took place from two thousand to two thousand five, when over a thousand Israeli lives were lost and over eight thousand Israelis were wounded. The last two victims who were employed in construction in Israel were identified as Ukrainian nationals Viktor Sorokopot thirty eight and Dmitri Mitrik twenty three. They were killed as they sat by an entrance to a grocery store in Tuesday's shooting attack in Bnei Barak where they lived. The nation of Israel mourns with the loss of these victims. We can only hope and pray that one day the God of Israel will bring this perpetual cycle of terror and heartache to an end. The prophet Isaiah speaks of a day that all citizens in Israel long for and dream of becoming a reality in their lifetime. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1 and 2 says, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended. Join me next time on Israel Mosaic, Land People's Story, when I'll be sharing about the life of Russian President Vladimir Putin. See you soon.